Into the combine. Welcome back. <laughs> you got a name, you asshole? <laughs> Into the combine. Welcome back. <laughs> I was trying to be aggressive, but it just didn't work out. You got to keep going. Let's go. Into the combine. Welcome back. Stan the man. Jason. And I'm Shoddy, and we have a fucking great episode for you guys. We should have picked out. We should have picked like black metal, like demon names for this one, dude. I was gonna oh, honestly fuck. fucking ask you guys, but then I was like, that's fucking corny. I'm Mortis. <laughs> Whoa! How the fuck can I even come up with something close to that? Jason, you're normally next, dude. Um. Uh. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. Just was... <laughs> forget it. Dude, I came okay. up with a good one on my own. What is it? Saxeron. Saxeron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Mortis, Saxeron, and Jason. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's it. Saxeron. Everybody's good today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing yeah. going on. Love life we should bring up before we start or anything like that? No. no. Like marriage isn't falling apart. Anything you want to clear the air on? <laughs> no, Drama between the three of us or anything like that? We want to just clear the air? No, I think we're good. I, I think we're good I this time. I, okay. I, I actually like you guys this week, I think. Oh, I was going to make yeah. an announcement. I was done with the cast, but I, I guess, fuck it. We'll keep going. Let's get the breakdown going. Nice, appropriate breakdown for the topics of the day. That was Rimfrost. The song was As the Silver Curtain Closes. Rimfrost. Yeah, off the self, their self-titled album from 2016, Rimfrost. Never heard yeah. of this band. But I, I, was, I greatly enjoyed it. It was like a blackish thrash core. <laughs> That's right. what I got out of it. Yeah, because that it's little like breakdown weird. at the end. Yeah. Dude, to me, if you listen to the album, it's basically... It's like immortal. an immortal. It's definitely like immortal. Just, you know, with uh, not so much of the toady vocals. Yeah, it's like very polished and yeah. yeah. It's really good. More though, accessible dude. than immortal. Exactly. So if you get to our uh, our little, well, I guess it's some foreshadowing, but it, if you're not into immortal too much, but you like the riffs, then this is definitely the band for you. I guess we got to, yeah. Okay, go ahead and get into what we're doing today. Yeah. So it all makes so we sense. Got, 
Yeah, we just got a pure death metal based episode ahead of. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Obviously, we got some. Uh, <laughs> well, we got some. Uh, what we're listening to. We got to talk about a little topic, or I guess not topic, idea we have. Yeah, yeah. Called Patreon. We'll get into <laughs> a little bit later. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, maybe you heard of it. And then uh, we're doing a live reaction today, aren't we? Oh, I forgot about that. Parkway Drive. Oh, yeah. Something new for us. I'm not we, looking we've forward got... to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something new for us. We, we kind of wanted to do it last time when we talked about their last new song, so we got to actually do it this time. Mm-hmm. None of us have heard it. And we have Throwback Review, Immortal, at the Heart uh, of Winter. Hell yeah. Oh, at the Heart of Winter. <laughs> oh, we'll so get I just to realized, it. We're, so we're doing like a Parkway Drive reaction, and then we're talking about Immortal at the Heart of Winter. Like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How do you go from that to that? <laughs> I don't know. Especially, especially too with what we've been listening to. It's well, at least what I've been listening to. It's okay though. So we had yeah. some requ- We actually had some requests to uh, to talk about that one, so it works out perfect because we were already thinking about it. So that's that's awesome. And then we finish it off with an interview with Peter Tagtrin. I think is how you pronounce it. The uh, producer of At the Heart of Winter plus many other albums. His studio is Studio Abyss. Abyss Studios. A lot of classic albums were produced there. A lot of black metal, Dark Funeral, Immortal, a lot of Immortal, Marduk, Marduk um, some Children of Bodom, all kinds of good shit. Really good producer. And also the main mastermind of Hypocrisy. So ties in pretty good because he goes a little into the new Immortal material, gives a few little tips on how that's going to sound, and then also talks about Hypocrisy, talks about sci-fi and aliens and all kinds of good shit. So it was a pretty cool interview sci-fi and aliens dude i cannot wait to hear yeah, that yeah <laughs> for sure he's big on all that so we had to talk about it for a minute all right who's going first stan you better have something this week ah uh, dude okay i got i, I kind of <laughs> fucked oh, up okay I, I didn't guy. fuck up i, brought, this I don't have a clip but okay i was getting into this it was just like this week i was getting into this band i was like really pumped i was like oh it's a cool band i gotta talk about this and then i kind of like was going over like what we've been, you guys have been listening to the last couple of weeks, and I totally picked the band Jason brought up. I did not have <laughs> no idea, but it kind of after I found out, it kind of seemed familiar. But uh, I've been listening to that. What's it? Uh, Attackeraxy or, <laughs> or what is it? Ataraxy. Ataraxy. That's yeah. Yeah. See, I knew you would be into that one, dude. I, I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm gonna bring this to the table. I'm gonna look so cool, you know." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Jason, you did it like two weeks ago, so I fucked up. <laughs> I just been, dude, it's been so fucking busy in my life, so I haven't really been listening to a lot. But that I black mold album, this black mold's getting to your brain. Yeah, dude, I'm reading my metal, basement just to mold. find out. What's that? I said black metal with black mold. Like that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Well, that's what I kind of been, you know, I've been kind of down here working on my basement to like and listening to music. It's like the perfect time to do it, but now I haven't been doing it because like I have black mold infestation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a pass. So, we'll yeah, we'll give you a pass. I'm getting no, my shit CD, straight. Though. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody doesn't remember, that was uh, the Dark Descent album. Yeah, deathy, dark, doomy, atmospheric. Yeah, Good old like, school vocals. Yeah, like the what's his name, Martin uh, Van Drunen. Yeah, yeah, just the fucking badass vocalist. Actually, yeah. I like love. That was like the favorite part of the whole album. I know, I know.
Yeah, it is really fucking good. I haven't seen it too much online, so. No, and it's the only release I believe they put out so far yet. This uh, year. They've had a few. They've had a few other ones. Oh, they've okay. been the, my favorite so far. Yeah, but. good. Well, shit. All right, Stan, yeah. whatever. Uh, how about Sorry, you, guys? Dude, I got some good shit. Uh, Jason, I told you about this album, but I oh, don't yeah, know if okay. you listened to it. Yeah, so it's Horn. The band name. The album is Retrograd. Retrograde. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a German band. I believe like uh, Paderborn, Germany. Um, the album just came out not too long ago, the beginning of this month. It's like black metal, but it has a shitload of like Celtic influences. It, I mean, it's a short album. It's only about it's just under a half hour, but um, and it's an EP for him. But yeah, it's like it's like a concept album. I mean, I don't know. Dude, I've been trying to like figure out more and more about it. But yeah, dude, there's some parts where there's like nature and you can hear the river and fucking birds and shit going on and then it's just like it really picks up with you know the black metal and the chanting and then just goes right back into like these serene almost mm-hmm. like i don't know like transcendent like fucking oh, yeah. parts where it's just like what the fuck's going on here but you really like it because you just get into it yeah dude so it's never too long like that shit's never like bogged down it's not like it's 10 minutes or anything mm-hmm. but it's just enough where you're like, this is real nice. And then all of a sudden, he just fucking hits you again. And then it starts coming in. Dude, but, when you sent me this, first of all, I was like, wait a minute, what? You described it as basically pagan, folky, black yeah, metal or whatever. Are, yeah, yeah. I was yep, like, yep. what the pagan fuck, Shoddy? Pagan, black metal. Yeah, yeah. There, That's a good description. Shoddy's listening to this, so I had to check it out. And I, I do that. I listened to it a few times. Actually, it's like right up my alley. I mean, that's Dude, usually my favorite kind of black metal. Anything that mixes in the like heavy on the nature shit and like... But like it has a lot of um, melody in there, like strong melody yeah, mixed yeah. in with it, dude. It's fucking really good, dude. It's all in German too. That's I think part of it that I love a little bit more because I have no idea what's being said. Right. So, but it's just there's parts that I want to sing along to so badly because they're just like there's just such yeah. great vocal work there. Um, I guess real quick about the band, it's like a. It's a mastermind project of, uh, he calls himself Narath, but his real name Mm -hmm. is like Nicholas. Um, I mean, he writes, plays all the shit on the recordings, but like this is like a long, I mean, this is his 10th album release. So, I mean, I'm going to go back and listen to some other shit. I mean, people say it's, I was just, you know, quickly diving into the discography and I guess it is littered with gems. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Stan, you're always a fan of the one man stuff. So, oh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I just like, that got me. I'm, yeah, I'm going to quit the cast right now. I'm going to go listen to this. I'll be back. <laughs> well, let's, listen, let's listen to the song you got. Yeah. Let's, yeah. So I got I, I got two tracks, uh, but I don't know. Uh, we obviously don't have to listen to both of them. But uh, I mean, two I was going to ask tracks. you, well, I was gonna ask you Jason, which one you thought would be better. Oh, okay. Number two, Retrograd. I have a, a, a portion from that song that I yeah, really do like. That one. Or the other one is some, from six, the Bach Burr. I can't remember what six was like, but I know I liked that second one. <laughs> he, was in, he was about to bitch you out until he, you said, okay, I'm going to let you pick, Jason. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> do, do you remember that song, though? The other no, one dude. That no. Oh, did you, we should just listen to that one, then, because it's so fun. <laughs> just listen to two.
good choice very different what what the fuck does that mean stan what the different i want to i want to i want to listen to it start to finish i mean it's hard to get a Mm, i mean honestly stan is is, you never really like anything that's more of on like the naturey atmospheric folky really i mean i do like that i like celtic stuff for sure but that part has none of it though no true true you didn't like those uh, those melodic riffs in there stan oh i did yeah i mean i just want to maybe i just want more better i like maybe it wasn't the best clip but i liked what i was hearing you know if that Mm. makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well it's a damn good album so check Mm. it out at least i i back it (laughs) shoddy so fuck stan or whatever he's thinking over there it's okay. When he listens to it, he'll come, he'll be like, "Oh, dude, this is awesome!" In like a week. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Next month he's gonna be like, "Hey guys, I found this fucking awesome album. It's called Horn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, what do you have for us, Jason? All right. Um. Well, let me let me flip it and go with something a little more straight for the throat, since you went this route, and uh, then we'll come back to the more of the beauty. This one is a band called Wake. Have you guys heard of them before? It's a grindcore album. Okay, it's I. The name sounded stupid at first, but okay, grindcore. I can dig that. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and just listen to this first before we talk about it. Yeah, so that was the track Rot, and the album is called uh, Misery Rights. What'd you guys think? I was not, I was thinking something totally different. I've been listening to like a little bit of like, well, like a gore for nosebleed and like Pig Destroyer, like fast, like fucking grindcore. That's weird. I've been listening to Pig Destroyer all week. Yeah, but uh, you know what I mean? Like that machine gun, like, you know, so it was like just I got thrown back. Like it was kind of like slower. Yeah. But Especially that I like track. The, I like the vocalist a lot. Me too, yeah. He, he reminded me a little bit of Barney from Napalm. 
but mm-hmm, I need just mm-hmm. like a lot of variety though. And the riffs at the end were pretty cool too. That's why I picked that one because it had the speed up front, but then I really like the groove it breaks into at the end there, you know? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the, dude, the album's like, it's only 27 minutes long, you know, and uh, it's pretty in your face, but I do like how they break it up enough. Like there's some groove changes here and there where there's parts where it slows down, catch your breath, and then, you know, go right back into the fast stuff. But it's, you know, it's fucking fast, blistering speed, but like, there, it's like there's a lot of precision, and you can, I don't know if it's yeah. the production that really helps it. You can hear all the little changes and everything. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just like a machine, just like a fucking well-running machine. It sounds like it's really good, mm-hmm. dude. I enjoyed it. Um, normally, fucking, I actually don't like how fast sometimes grindcore is because with grindcore, it's just a little monotonous at times. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's like a little too much. So I liked how this was, you know, breaking it up a little bit. Yeah, so I would really, you know, probably enjoy the rest of this album if they do that you know throughout mm-hmm. is that yeah. something that they do yeah i don't know if you would love it because it's a mm-hmm. it's definitely grind but there are some sludgy I was parts that and... song honestly like i would the, mm-hmm. the clip that you gave me i was feeling so it's just it's been mine like when i'm in that mood where i just want to be pummeled with something you know i've been throwing this on like i it's like a perfect album really. no, i feel I mean, so if you're in that mood and like i said if, if you're in the mood to really listen because they do a lot of cool changes but you got to be listening like if you're not really yeah it's yeah. more than your average grind album but you got to kind of be listening to it to pick some of that up but yeah it's cool i don't know you know i i don't listen to a ton of grind but when something good comes along I keep it around for a while. Like that full of hell one from last year, even though it wasn't pure grind or anything, but this is kind of filling that spot so far this year. Ah, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Shadi, what else do you have? Okay. I was actually going to talk about this uh, during the last cast, but it just kind of got tabled. The album is called Reanimation and the band is Bloodshot Dawn. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, dude, you've been listening to this album? Dude, yeah, I've been listening to that too. Dude, it's literally been like on the back burner. I like I've been meaning to bring it up and then it just fucking gets tabled and then I want to bring it up again and then it somehow just gets tabled. But uh, so they're fucking uh, UK based, um, like a tech mellow death metal band. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. They're kind of all over the fucking place uh, in terms of like their style. It honestly is a great, great, great fucking album. It was um, it was right up my alley when I listened. To, like I really like any. You guys know me. If there's if you throw a little bit of over the top '80s parts in there and stuff, dude, I'm well, a that, sucker for it. Mm-hmm. And they do it. It's like when I first heard. I don't know if it was track three or four. I forget. But there's parts in there where I was like, you know, it kind of has that scar symmetry vibe with the, well, yeah, like a ex- little bit of synth ex- and then those over the top ex- leads. Yep. Fuck yeah, yep, dude. Exactly, I'm a dude. Exactly. That. Exact that's exactly what I loved it too. Cause at first <laughs> it was nothing special. And then all of a right. sudden, yeah, they started like the solo. I think it was one of the solos. Mm-hmm. It was just so like over the top and like you're exactly right. It was like eighties like, but it still had that like I mean, because I fucking hate the '80s, right? And it it had, but it was still, yeah. it, it had the just vibe touches. of the '80s, yeah, yeah. Just so, yeah. It's not I mean, super in your face. It's just, it's like in the tone of the like the lead guitar here and there, or like I said, the uh, synths. But it's not uh-huh. like over the top cheesy, but it's just a little bit there. And I, I, I mean, it's yeah, it's up my alley for sure. Do you get, you got a clip that has some of that stuff in it? I'm hoping this is going to okay. tickle your fancy. This is the self-titled. <laughs> so this is a reanimation. Or I'm, so yeah, I think that's the name of the track. But yeah, I, I hope this is uh, appropriate for you. Okay.
I'm good. Are you laughing at your own clip? (laughs) I forgot about it. Look when it was last modified, March 1st. Oh, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, like I literally threw it in there that long ago and been meaning to talk about it. I honestly had to look it up to see. I was like, what the fuck is this? SE3. And then I went back at my notes and was like, ah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's some catchy shit right there. <laughs> exactly. And that fucking guitar, like, I don't know. What the fuck was he doing with those, like, fucking slide <laughs> harmonic to, shit? Yeah, like, <laughs> now that pitch squeal shit, too, that was, like, harmonic yeah, squealing. Like a- <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, man. I just really liked it. It's a it fun cool, listen. It was cool, though. It was like, I don't know, like... Jason, did that tickle your fancy? Dude, perfect clip. But that was that was at um soul something. Uh, uh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Oh, it was survival evolved. Is survival what the song evolved. was. Yeah. I'm what sorry. That fucking yeah. vocal work at the end though. It's like <laughs> there's so much shit going on in that clip. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much know, shit going on in the album. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know what? I just looked up when I was listening to that. The old guitarist actually went on to Scar Symmetry. Oh wow! <laughs> and this was produced by the guy that did. The Scar Symmetry, one of these Scar Symmetry albums, or all of them, or something. So there's the maybe some I mean, of the similarity there. I mean, it makes sense because Scar Symmetry is from the UK as well. So mm. if I had to bet, they might be on the same record label, Hostile Media. I know mm. that's a big UK label, like for the genre yeah. metal and whatnot. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care. They're, they're. It's a good album. It's a really yeah, good dude. album. So I'm, I'm so actually glad very you brought surp- it up. I'm very surprised, dude, that you like. I guess had listened to it. I don't know because like yeah, man, I don't know where I, I just clicked felt on like it. Because like you said, it's all over the place. It's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the technical side of like with the, the 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 guitar work to the the drums, the fucking vocals. He does some stupid shit all the time. Um, I know, I know. There's like some voice changing shit that he does every once in a while mm-hmm. on some of the songs. So yeah, it's just. No, I like it because it's not. You know, it's not just bogged down technical playing. It's yeah, like got those hyper melodic yeah. riffs and yep, yep. You know, they focus on the songs and all that. So, and the leads are just, I, I'm a sucker for, like I said, for those kind of leads and that tone and everything. So, dude, I know. Same, just like good same mood, here. fun, fun listen, you know? Yeah. That's all I have for the, for this week though. Okay. I've got one more that I've, okay. I, this one I've just been seriously in love with. I've been listening to it so much and, uh, it's like hard, it's a really hard one to explain because it's honestly like a melting pot. Like when I looked it up online, they were saying like, I guess this band started off more in like a crust kind of a thing. They're called Agrimonia. Say but, no more. Um, I will uh, I will figure out a genre after the clip. Oh, okay. Good luck. Here, Okay, whoa, let's go ahead and, whoa, go ahead and play it then. <laughs> is <laughs> so it one? The, the thing is, yeah, it's one. They're really long songs. They're like nine, ten minute songs and shit. So slightly longer clip, but hopefully you guys like it. This just gives them enough time to use the internet machine. <laughs>
Damn, that's a hard one, actually. <laughs> yeah, see? I would say, like, fuck, man. Like, a post... Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A post, like, like, almost like a black... Okay, yeah, yeah. Core. I don't know. I would say post-black core. What's the core part? Uh, well, it's got the post-hardcore feel oh, to I it. Oh, I see, okay. And the vocals, definitely. Yeah, like okay. the screamo, like you know. Well, see, that's where I was thinking more of like a black and crusty kind of vocal. But yeah, that's why I guess yeah, also black. Mm-hmm. But the so the way some of those chords were, they were they're very black sounding to me. Oh yeah, for sure. That's how it is, dude. It's got different things in every song and within songs. I mean, there's certain parts where it's like, okay, there's the black metal part. Certain parts are like, oh, that's a fucking Opeth section right there. Yeah, And yeah. then certain parts, it gets a little crusty and groovy and sludgy That's what I shit. forgot because I forgot it was a progressive post-black core. That yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would take the core out. I would leave the rest. But it's definitely got some post-metal, post-whatever. Yeah. It's everything, dude. But it's it's a very, honestly, it's like a very somber album. But like it's it's like really uplifting too. Like there's these like major type stuff going on and it's something you can throw on like, like we've been listening or i've been listening to black metal we're doing this immortal thing and all kinds of shit like that and kind of throw this on in between it and it's just like a really good change up because it's got the metal but it's it's not the overly aggressive stuff it's mm-hmm. just really progressive without being weirdly progressive you know yeah it's hard to explain but man i seriously i would like 10 out of 10 first and the track and the last track are just seriously so good that was the last track i think this i think the sparrow i think is what i picked i'll make sure in the notes but um and that's a uh it's a female vocalist dude i just love like oh really Shut yeah up. dude she's so good damn yeah 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 I'm oh also it's got the, have uh, to check that out it's got that's... martin sorry martin the uh dude from at the gates he plays bass i believe on this oh huh. so yeah fucking good if you like anything what, that's what's the uh, name again i gotta look up this girl <laughs> Agrimonia. <laughs> I'll just wait for the notes. Agrimonia. <laughs> yeah, agrimonia. But that's did it, you, man. That's did for you me. hear that's him, dude? Me. I'll just wait for the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't spell so good. <laughs> dude, I gotta say too. Ever since our last cast, I know I don't know if Stan, if you're fucking up, if you haven't listened to that sl- slugs yet from that shot he was no, talking I about. Oh, uh, dude, oh, I have it. Oh my god. Dude, actually, yeah. I wanted to fucking bring something else up too. We didn't just spend a lot of time on it, but that fucking new Rivers of Nil album. I know. Yeah. Did you bring it up last time, Jason? Just briefly because we had the interview, I just, but I didn't well, go into yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to fucking. It's a fucking amazing. Let's. I dude completely forgot. That's an mm-hmm. album I haven't been able to put down. It's literally been like that. Fucking the the Horn album, and then what's it called? Fucking immortal sludge. oh well yeah. and sludge too honestly yeah that's been making its way into the rotation still as well i haven't been able to put that down so but yeah dude that rivers of nil album yeah oh it's awesome. my god dude it's a am- it's honestly amazing like the shit that they do on that album it's like it's one of the more like i feel it's like very experimental like they fuck around mm-hmm. with a lot of shit but i really 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 enjoy it like it's just they do it's it a well. music yeah they do do it very well it's like a musical journey like I don't even want to try to begin to lump it into a genre because it's just fucked. But yeah. they just do a great job. It's if you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it because it's. I got both of them written down. I got a little homework to do before next cast. Yeah, Stan, because they're both. Those are both that are going to be on some lists. I'm sure. Like yeah, they're just yeah. really good. Yeah, it's a dude. It's just both such a powerful album too. The Rivers of Nil one, like from start to finish. Like I really, 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 really fucking love it. Like yeah. It's it's good. I figured shit. you would. I had a feeling. Yeah, like I said, I haven't been able to put that one down. So yeah, yeah, sweet. Well, should we move ahead? Yeah, moving yeah. on. Want to so, talk about Patreon? Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. 
Okay. Jason, you kind of take the hell uh, on this one. Basically, give us your money. Um, we got shit to pay for. Yeah, I got drugs to buy, you know. <laughs> Damn. That's how, I thought we were going to go into this a little bit more civilly. Like, so we love you. Everybody says they got to pay for their shit. And I don't got to pay for shit. I'm trying to have fun over here. <laughs> uh, no, fuck that. <laughs> no, really shit. This uh, No, I don't do really any drugs ever. <laughs> we're like the three best guys you'll ever know like <laughs> we're good little guys but anyways don't, uh, don't forget to put the crickets in there <laughs> no uh, dude this actually does cost us a lot of fucking money like <laughs> yeah just for the to host it what we're 100 bucks there and then the website, website and and fucking all the shit we pay for with these mics and everything goddamn thing else we've been doing yeah so we're hoping we're setting up this patreon to at least the minimum we're hoping to do is just to like make enough for us to not have to pay for that shit so we can keep doing this and not feel like we're paying to do a podcast so that'd be cool. If we make anything extra, hey, that's cool too. But uh, we really just hope to at least make enough to, to kind of cover that and, you know, just motivation to keep to keep fucking going with this and everything too. So I, mean, plus, honestly, I was oh, going to say just real quick, being honest, if we do get zero dollars, then we're still going to keep going. Yeah, we're going to do it anyways. anyways yeah, <laughs> we're going to do it anyways. Like it's, it's just kind of, I guess, to just, I don't know, see, I guess, what the interest level is out there from you guys, because we think that we got some some cool things that we'd like to do, but doing these mm-hmm. cool things would involve a little bit more time. Yeah. So, I mean, Jason, what what are these cool things that we're thinking about? I was going to say, too, and I mean, if people like don't really like this idea, then we, can, we thought about before doing just like a donation thing just to try and get that covered and everything, too, but we thought this way you can get some perks out of it, and so a little bit more for you want- guys. Yep, yep, because as Jason's going to highlight here, we don't want it to just be people throwing money at us like we're strippers. We want this to be an experience. <laughs> you guys are listeners, and this is like a family and a relationship that we've been forming with you guys for the past, mm-hmm. what, like three years or whatever? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, so Jason, what are the what are the tiers? Yeah, like is that, yeah, I mean, it's fun, and like that's the biggest perk that we get out of it, dude. Fucking how many friends or people we met on this podcast and everything it's awesome dude it's it's i just want to bring it up it's weird like the way like some like some of you guys out there like the way you talk to us it's like we known you for like since you know like fourth grade since i've known these guys but it's just like weird and it's awesome and just you know that's what's cool about a podcast like a hang podcast like ours because when you listen to it you you know you feel like you're hanging with your friends and you know what i mean so it's anyways but um so i don't know we're still we've been playing around with it but i think what we're going to do is like two tiers one is going to just be like one buck a month. It's kind of just to show your support for us and help us out a little bit. But you also would kind of be a bit uh, more VIP, I guess we could say. Like uh, if you guys have requests for, you know, like an album review or especially like a certain song that you guys would want us to react to or things like that, you guys would definitely be, would get priority. So that's kind of like the $1 per month idea. And then the second tier will be $3 a month. And this is where you kind of get everything else and kind of all the good shit here. It's going to be basically every month, Stan's going to send one picture of his dick. Um, and Whoa. then <laughs> Only for $3? That's it? I give you $5 all the time and I don't get any fucking dick pictures. Hey, thank you. That meant a lot. <laughs> I, I, feel like worth, cheap, I thought it was worth more than $36 a year. <laughs> that's that's going to be in tier two. Um, but also, we're going to try and, well, we're for sure, we'll for sure be doing like one extra episode a month. That's what we're going to start off trying. It'll be shorter, but like, and it's going to be different than our normal ones. We're going to do a lot more requests from you guys. 
So if you're paying three bucks a month, you've got some options. You can either be like a guest at some point where you can come on and do like a, a concert review or album review or just a song review. Or a or game show. Participate in a game show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can come on and play some trivia against Stan, see if you can beat his ass since we can never do it. Yeah, our version of Watson, st- Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to knock him off his fucking high horse. So that... So then, yeah, so you can you can either have that option or, you know, you can make their fucking requests for like a, a song, you know, and we'll and that's on those bonus episodes. We'll probably do a lot more of that. You know, your guys shit, whatever you guys want us to kind of get into. Um, we'll get into it a little bit and then we'll probably go off on a little more on the current shit. Some of the news or opinions on certain things. So I don't know. We're figuring it out, but that's kind of the idea for it now. So, um, I, you know, if you want to try it out, try it. Otherwise, we still do the same shit we always do. And well, this will just be a little bonus for whoever wants to do it. And then um, we also got, if you want to pledge, a thousand bucks. <laughs> we'll do whatever the fuck you want us to do. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, we'll do some shit for a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, subject to local laws, but for the most part, they actually fuck the laws. We'll do whatever you want for a thousand dollars. Yeah, dude. If you guys have ideas, I mean, that's cool too. I guess send us whatever request. We can, you know, add some tears or do something different, whatever, but. Yeah, that's we're all idea. new to this. We're just, you know, yeah. Yep, that's it. So anyways, enough of that. Uh, let us know what you think, and um, we'll see. be cool if we get uh, some support for that, but let's yeah. move on to the good shit. So Parkway Drive? Oh, yeah, so maybe not yeah. one of the good way shit yet, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah. not good shit. So... Let's just get this out of the way. I just thought yep. it'd be cool to do a... You know, we never did a live reaction to anything. It's always mm-hmm. been, you know, one of us has least heard it, and then we're, you know two of us are live or whatever but we never right. all three of us had a reaction so we're okay, try we, it we we gotta pull i gotta pull up the link for this where can i find what do you know what the song is called i'm just going to youtube <sighs> it's the void oh it's it, the void okay For a minute when it started, I was like, okay, a little I groove. I can dig that part for a minute. And then I didn't it got hate to the, the intro riff. I did not hate the intro riff, but dude, yeah. Winston is going to fuck up this whole album. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, yeah, he's going to fuck up the whole album. It's, it's horrible. It's a little shit that I don't know if he's trying to be cool or not, but he, you know, it feels like he's fucking trying too hard, honestly. It's yeah. like a half sing scream, mm-hmm. and it's almost like too mainstream sounding now. We're like, you're almost going for like an alternative sound. Yeah, it is. And I don't really fucking like it. It's like not who Parkway Drive is. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, it's not even the same fucking band anymore. So that's why I think this is where I fucking dropped the guillotine. Well, let's continue. What if it gets better? Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Another minute. Let's go. All right. (laughs) 
mean, I'll say this. If it came on the radio and I'm driving in my car and that's I'm and all I have the this option is the radio, I'm like, all right, this is fine. Like you wouldn't you know turn what I'm it off. Yeah. Right, right. Like, but then when you then someone says it's parkway drive, it's like, oh, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I know. I mean, there's some <laughs> nice guitar work at around two thirty eight where it's building up towards something. I'll give this I'll is, give them this. They're pushing boundaries to the point that they made a new genre. It's radio core. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, but there's no core in there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I argue it's the same bullshit that I've already heard on the radio that I disliked I before. So music like that is the reason why I listened to Parkway Drive, because it was different, and it didn't sound like the shit that came on the fucking radio that the talentless assholes produced. Okay. I'm sorry. That sounds horrible, though. Let, let me, I, I got two questions for you. Are you giving up on them? Yes. Yeah? You're not even giving the album a chance? Dude, I'll give the album a chance, but I have no hope for it. Like, I already know no, that I'm it's not gonna... saying I'm not saying that, but are you giving up? Are you... If Parkway puts out an album, are you going to listen to it? Of course. You know? <laughs> for well, me, yeah. at least. Well, I'm going to listen to it, but that still doesn't mean, like... I'll, but you know I what I'm saying? Like, are I you going to be like, no, fuck this, of... I'm done. Like, <laughs> Parkway well, drives I mean, off your radar. Well... They're off my radar, as in, like, I didn't even know that they were making a new album. I didn't know they were recording until Jason said something. I wasn't actively doing any searching. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah, have yeah. been off my radar. And then after mm-hmm. seeing this, like, honestly, like, you guys are going to have to tell me when the album comes out. I'll probably listen to it one time through. But, like, they're not getting a penny from me anymore. Like, I won't. <laughs> why would I support that? Like, I don't. Like, I'm less mad at it than you guys are. Like, like I said, dude, for a radio song, I'm fine with it. I, it's just. I'm not. I'm never gonna go listen to it. But like sitting compare, here listening to it. Compare this song and f- or compare this song to feed them to the pigs. Right. <laughs> so that's so that's what I'm saying. Like Be I fucking, went into this. I'm yeah. going into this just like in a blank space. I've never heard of Parkway before. I'm listening to this song. I'm going like, all right. Well, my head's bobbing. I can see like it's catchy, but it's also simplistic radio bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah, but at the same the thing, time, though, I'm not mad at it. But I, I like you said, I'm not very close to Parkway, so. Yeah, I just don't even support even if like, it is catchy like like you were saying before if it's if it's verse listening to this or just turning the radio off, <laughs> I might honestly just turn the radio off. Like And it just sucks cuz yeah, I know, I get yeah. it. You're you're you were never the biggest fan, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, shoddy, but a part of me died. Like and it just sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up, man. That's why. And I mean, the rest of the music though is there. That's why it's kind of shitty because like if the vocals just weren't dumb and overdone, then like I mean it would just be a lighter parkway, but it would still be parkway. But there's literally no aggression anymore in Winston. Like dude, when he would scream before, like it would just fucking resonate. Like it resonated through the album. I just don't hear any of that anymore. I don't hear any of that like deep like fucking Leviathan type growls. Like I don't hear anything coming from his like his pits anymore. It's all just like like I feel like he got a lesson or something and he's like trying new shit out, but yeah. anyways. Yeah, I mean, if a band like Immortal fucking did this, then uh, I'd be, you know, crying, but. <laughs> well, let's just say. I would be crying. I'd be shedding black tears, dude. They would be black tears. If Immortal, if Immortal turned around, if a bath opened his mouth and shit like this came out, I'd just start, I'd cut my throat right on the spot. I'd be like, there's nothing left to live for. <laughs> on that note, I think we should just head over that route. Really fucking head over.
Well, boys, we got another throwback. I, these are becoming my favorite. I think my favorite segments. Yeah, me too. Dude, are throwback you purposely album. doing this to me? What's that? Giving me fucking like tens every Actually, week. Actually, I, want, I wanted to bring that up. So Jason's like, uh, like you know, he's like texted you the other day, like you know, you listen to it and we'll make sure you like it and stuff, so we can talk about it. Like I never doubted you, Shoddy. It's just I, I doubt did. you. I never doubted you like this stuff. I doubt that you actually listen to it sometimes. Like, I feel like maybe you wouldn't have never listened to this CD if we didn't, you know, do it. Exactly, exactly. But I never doubted you would like it or not. Like, that's just a given. Yeah, but I just feel like bring, I bring it. Maybe this was maybe it was a long time. But this could have been like a couple of years ago when I played something from this. And I remember you being like, the riffs are sweet, but fucking I can't do the vocals. But that might have been a long time ago. That's probably was a long time ago. Because, yeah, because I could understand it. Because I, I find myself laughing a little bit at a bath sure. and how like fucking. <laughs> but I do too. <laughs> he goes like into this dude. I don't. I feel like he's honestly dying sometimes. Like, you fuck I wanna off go, with that. I want to go up there and be like, <laughs> he's dude, my favorite. You? I wish he was my I, goddamn I, dude, stepdad. I, I love him. <laughs> I love him. I'm just saying, sometimes I feel like he's dying. I want to go up to him and be like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, <laughs> I just feel like he's he's not, like, yeah. But anyway, fuck me. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, dude, it's actually fucked up because an album that I bought that came in the mail that arrived from Europa came with an Osmos production sticker. And I had no idea what the fuck it was and slapped mm. it on the top of my laptop that I used to do the recordings. And then, you know, I was doing my homework on Immortal. So much good and shit. Then I, yeah, and then I seen, I was like, Osmos production. I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> yeah. I was about to throw the sticker in the garbage. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Oh, dude, it was look at Osmos. Sticker. They have so much yeah, good shit. Yeah, they're fucked. I know. I oh, was yeah. looking. Yeah. I had no idea. Classics. Yeah, because this is the same as last time. Like, I like it because I like getting that virgin reaction Dude, from somebody because yeah. it's the first time listening it's to it seriously so fucked <laughs> uh, jason i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot to i know i know i can at least name 20 cds shoddy i know he hasn't listened to that he would right. love and i'm sure you do too so yeah we're gonna keep doing it <laughs> Dude, so yeah, but, I mean, yeah the the the, the immortal discography was purchased so yeah that's something <laughs> that i get to i get to have fun with that and i decided so that's to get gonna the, be really yeah. interesting then because have yeah. you listened to anything besides this album yet? No. So that's what I heard. Is I heard that this is like, that this is, yeah. Balls. <laughs> yeah, balls, yeah. I heard that this was like the, I guess the Epiphany Pinnacle. album kind of, the, like the one that they changed it around a little bit. The mm-hmm. early, I mean, they like, you know, are meshing some, they're doing some fusion here that they didn't do before, mm-hmm. but I don't know how well it holds up later on. So... Well, I, I really not the biggest... I wouldn't say I was the biggest Immortal fan. I really like this CD. I've always liked the CD. I really like uh, Battles in the North. You know, that was more pure black metal. I can't... This. So you suggested either this one or Battles. I can't believe you suggested Battles. See, I like it. I don't know why. I, li- I just like it. And I just... Their first album, I don't even know if I ever listened to it, honestly. See... And I listen, like, B- Battles is like the most raw, fast, blistering. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. <laughs> dude, I feel, like I'd, up I to feel the top. like I'd fucking love it. I, lately, there's something in me that I've just been like, <laughs> I mean, I'll still, I still, I don't know, dude. I've just been listening to weird, like, dude, me throwing out the horn album. Yeah, like, I know, that would have never, like a year ago, I would have never, I would have heard the nature and been like, what the fuck is this shit? But I don't know. It's something. So yeah, who knows? Maybe I, I've been well, meaning to ask though, like, how is the a bath solo album that came out like a couple of years ago compared we'll get to, to that like, in a little okay yeah. I, I okay because that's what i've been dying to know i guess i think just immortals like just it's like a fascinating story though mm-hmm. you know just exactly. it's one of those band stories it's a fascinating like you have pretty much what started out with these two guys 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One gets like fucked, like what is it, carpal tunnel or something? The Doom Occulta brothers, a- Abbott and Demonaz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the but te- the thing is, like, Shotty, I don't know hands. if you read into their history and all that shit, but like, yeah, when they first started off, it was mostly Demonaz doing the guitars, you know, writing a lot. I guess, I guess Abbott said he wrote a lot too and did a lot of the arrangements, but I know he was doing, Demonaz was doing a lot of that and he was the, he was the guitarist live. And then a- a- Abbott would do like the drums and the bass and everything. He did drums, I guess, on like every, I think every album mm-hmm. up into up until this one on record, I believe. But what did they do live though? Well, live they've had different people, like okay. Armageddon and someone. I forget. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I read about yeah how it was like there was some rotating members yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he might not have played on one of the albums. I forget. But um, but then yeah, then Demonaz gets carpal tunnel and can't, can't play anymore. <laughs> he can't play the treble like the yeah. tremolo picking anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's because fucking Blizzard beats he's out of his fucking mind playing those riffs, dude. Uh, it's fast. I probably dude, yeah. get Carpal Tunnel learning one song. But I mean, that's just so metal to say that you got tar- Carpal Tunnel from playing black metal. Like, that's so metal. Dude, yeah, that yeah. is so metal. But that's what made this album so good because then all of a sudden you got Abbott taking over everything so no other input from demon that's except for the lyrics lyrics yeah yeah so then all of a sudden you've got habit who's got like a huge heavy metal background too and then throws in just like so much more like epicness heavy metal riffing i mean some people might be like that's not really a black metal album you know what i mean well, that's it's what like i was gonna different. say is that exactly i wouldn't classify uh at the heart of winter as a black metal album i'm sorry like i don't i mean it has black metal tendency like i guess influences to it but like is it strictly a black metal album like no i don't that's just my personal i guess i know you're saying but it's like the you got to look at the vocals yeah look at the overall sound of it i know i know but it's i feel like it's even too polished though like it's just like it's it's polished i get the vocals see i got i actually think it's a little sloppy do you yeah i bite your tongue in a good way i'm not saying like yeah but i think it was meant to be like that it's a little like just you mean production or just the? Yeah, I'm thinking. Like I the think playing production. and the like the production, like you know, a mixture of the two. Like I think it was meant to be like almost a little. Oh, you mean just like not perfection, like yeah, just kind exactly. of live, not kind tight, of like yeah. you know, some I of that ripping's not tight like at all. Yeah, but it's got some feeling behind it. That's what mm-hmm. makes it so fucking good. Because if you listen to their last album, All Shall Fall, it's a lot more like uh, doesn't have that same feeling. It's a little more clinical. See, you know, I don't even know if I listen to that ever. Don't. I wouldn't even bother. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't say that. I would listen to it. But um, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's that's true. But I mean, whether the thing, it is kind of funny because if this album came out today, I wonder if somebody might label it more like black thrash kind of, or it's hard to say. But I mean, the thing is, though, you got to think about the time period too when a lot of this shit, like a lot of those second wave bands, that's what's like so cool about them all because they all had their own sound. I mean, none of them bands really sounded the same when they were first coming out, you know, as far mm-hmm. as like second wave black metal goes. You'd look at a band like, uh, uh, what the fuck, they, what are they called uh, with Fenris? Oh, Dark Throne. Yeah, a band like Dark Throne. You know, you compare that to a band like Emperor, Burzum, you know, Immortal. I mean, they just all had their own sound. So like black metal at that time too, I mean, everything was different. So it's kind of different than, than like right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the thrash thing is big. I mean, they definitely, I know like, I know... If you go back, there's a certain Bathory album during the like more Viking era. It's called Hammerheart. Have you listened to that, Stan? No, I have not. Okay. I know they were huge, huge fans of Bathory. And on this album, they really like let that out a lot. If you go back to listen to Hammerheart, 
it was like a, I had a big epiphany like listening to that recently. I was like, oh my God, this there's so many big Abbott riffs in here, the epicness, mm-hmm. the longer songs. You can really hear like where he was coming from with it and everything. So check that one out. It's way different than like yeah, earlier Bathory stuff. It's more epic and big heavy metal riffs and stuff. But um, no, it's a good point. I mean, whether or not it's fully black metal or not with all the heavy metal. But it's, that's why it's a cool like intro album for people if you don't listen to black metal. Very acceptable album. Very Yeah, very accessible. Yeah, accessible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it what is I exceptionally, ex- uh, you know, whatever you said before. But it's acceptable. Yeah, we'll accept acceptable. it. Acceptable. Yeah, we'll accept it. It's with concessions, with concessions. But <laughs> Like what I was going to say too, like the drumming. Well, you know they got Horg. I think is how you say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and I was, re- I was fun, reading something dude. about him. Like he didn't actually. He might have played it on Blizzard Beast, but he didn't write any of it. And I guess before that album, he didn't know even know how to do like a blast beat. Huh. So like <laughs> Abbott showed him, and then that's where like I think a lot. I think that was probably a big part of this album too. Like you got this dude who's more of like a heavy metal drummer, you know, playing more in that four four and more of those just like basic beats and shit. You know, his, it probably his, influenced it too. I'm so surprised though, because like I didn't know that, and his drum work sounds impeccable. Like it's amazing. He's plays with such speed and precision, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like for him to not know how to play a blast beat a couple years earlier, to mm-hmm. being able to do this album, dude, is fucked. Like, right. what a musician. But I think that's probably what helped with like changing the sound a little bit. I mean, besides just the riffs and all that. But when you have a drummer that's doing a little bit, you know, not just blasting, you can get these more open epic you know songs and everything yeah yeah like dude if you listen like i said like go up to the albums before then you get to this one they like open things up you've got these longer intros with like little synths going on and interludes throughout the songs and everything like it's just so fucking epic and cool like long ass songs seven minute songs whatever that's what i like about it it's the most yeah to me it's yeah. their most epic album oh for sure the, the fucking i don't know it's just the fucking riffs i don't <laughs> It's just the, to say, fucking, really. <laughs> the riffs. I mean, if you're a guitar player, like you got like fucking a boner the whole time you're listening to this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, dude, this Solar is like a guitar fall? player's oh dream God. of an album. Like, yeah, he's um, a goddamn guitar hero, man. Stan Solar Fall. Oh my God, dude! Just the beginning of the the, the, the little like drum fill and then the, the way that it just comes in, so fucking oh. aggressive. And dude, it's. 
that has been playing in my head ever since I listened to it. Like I'll wake up in the morning and it's just dude, it's like nonstop. It's, and then, dude, all the like the even how it goes into like the little mellow part, like it's not. Right, that's it's what just, I'm saying. Yeah, and then uh, it's. I was reading about. I was reading again. It was like an interview that like right after that album came out that I found online, and he was talking about how like he was influenced by like going into like the Norwegian mountainside in the winter and like looking out the vast like <laughs> winter scenery and like coming up with those like interlude parts but then dude, like of course he was yeah dude putting that against the more like heavy shit and like combining all that and so fucking cool you can hear it though when you listen to it man it's a perfect winter album oh yeah but he's gotta be i think he's one of the most underappreciated guitarists in metal i i can completely agree with you just hearing this album he's got the speed he's got the licks he's it's just it's simple that's the that's simple, why yeah. there's no technicality to this but i mean there really is though like i mean this is shit's fast this is hard to play, like his scales mm-hmm. and like, you know, but it doesn't jump out at you like some of these guitarists. I agree. Right. He is underrated. Abbott's a yeah, fucking m- god in my mind. Dude, yeah. It's more like when you listen to like an ACD album or something like that, they're just picking the right riffs and playing it with the right feel. Like that's yeah. what he does. It's like something about the way he puts that shit together. And he, um, when you listen to it, like you said, I, I get it, what you're saying. Like, it's kind of loose. It almost feels like he just sat down and just fucking pulls these riffs one out, take. probably chugged a couple beers. One take, boom, it just came out. of like, that's how it feels when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. 
if anything, I don't think anything will ever beat this album, though. This is like the, I don't know if you could do it more perfect than this one. I agree. It's a kind of a, it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, I You can really get close, and I'm sure that he can put out a lot of great stuff with great songs and all that, but this is kind of just that moment in time, like, classic mm. album. I mean, this made it, this made it onto the uh, vinyl uh watch list well, yeah for so, the fucking album cover you got well, to it, yeah i know dude for the album cover and it comes in a limited edition blue and white it's like fucking splatter so mm-hmm. like kind of mimics the album cover a little bit but oh, yeah dude, awesome. and it's just like a great i mean fuck. is this the is this their only album that they don't have them on it besides the last one okay yes yeah yeah which I would also like to own everyone with them just standing on it. But. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. They're so, well, that's the thing. At first, I was like, are these EPs? Because, like, the, uh, you know, like, after seeing what they looked like compared to At the Heart of Winter, I was like, this is kind of, like, what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. here? But Blizzard Beast, dude, oh, my God. The, uh, that, that, <laughs> what are you talking that about? Is... <laughs> Diabolical full moon. <laughs> dude, so with good. the fire. <laughs> like, no, I dude, don't know. <laughs> Hold on, Shoddy. Have you ever watched any of their videos? It's, no, dude. Dude, we might have to take a break and let you do it and come oh, back. Dude, I'm not I st- fucking around. Stan, I still, <laughs> Two I still live think, reactions. Dude, dude I still not think I around. want Blizzard Beast on my wall over over oh, what yeah. you said. That like oh. that should be a whole wall, feature wall of just that, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. The growl, he's like half flexing. Like That's it would awesome. just be it, dude. Uh, what video are you talking about? Okay. Go on YouTube. Two okay, live I, reactions. This I'm is the you, shit you okay. guys are going to get on Patreon, just okay, so you know. I'm, I'm already on YouTube with the Live at the BB King Club New York Immortal. Call, Queued up. Let's do, let's do Call of the Winter Moon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's spitting fire? Which one, which one of them is that? <laughs> they didn't hire somebody. I know that. It's actually one of them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just during the daytime in the woods, fucking with flames. <laughs> witch, witch hats on, dude. Dude, those are wizard hats, not witch hats. You son of a bitch. Those are men. <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics come in, dude. Okay. All right. Now, you okay. gotta do one more. Okay. Okay. Type in "Mighty Ra- Mortal Mighty Raven Dark." <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking my screen screen, dude. Oh my god. Okay. Now go to three twenty. And hit play. Okay. And just watch. <laughs> it's it. Three seventeen. Okay. <laughs> He's so kidding. <good. laughs> oh. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and wait till it hits the speed. Oh, dude, that underbite. (laughs) (laughs) 
Look at him running across the mountaintop. <laughs> Still, my God, he's playing the cards he's running to. <laughs> okay, that's all you need to see. Oh, dude, and they're both playing together. Oh, my God. Dude. I've never. That's my favorite all time hey. part of a video is when the song speeds up and he just and then sprints he just starts across. Cr- oh my dude! Ripping on the guitar. Thank you for that because I actually have never watched it in more yeah. video either. Jason, thank you. Oh, oh my thank god! You. <laughs> so good. Oh god, dude. So good. Anyways, so dude, they're fucking good. That's why they're awesome, dude. They have like a sense of humor about it, but. Yeah. At the same time, but they it's know fucking... they're badass and they can back it up, so it doesn't exactly. matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like, I want to paint my Abbott face. knows he's a shit. He knows he, does, he is. He should. I mean, he should feel that way. He is. I mean, he's never oh, yeah. a douchebag about it, though. You know? No. Well, that's two for two. I don't know. We'll have to see if we can. Yeah, I was going to. I was thinking about that. Like, we're kind of like just stroking old greats. Like, I feel like we haven't. I mean, I don't know. What. I guess you guys tell us out there, would you actually want to listen to us, like, rip an album? Like, if the three of us, like, reviewed something and it's just like, this sucks, don't listen to it. Like, I don't know. Like I like to just talk about shit we like instead of exactly, getting down on, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I, yeah, I feel. I feel. I'm, I'm sure one of these classic albums we get to that you haven't listened to yet, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure one of them maybe you won't like. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hey, maybe, maybe I can throw some, some old classic shit yeah, out dude. there that you guys don't like. Bring it on. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I challenge you. <laughs> I think yeah, I think we've had that challenge before. I don't think anybody ever does that actually. I think we always just end up liking everything. I know. <laughs> well, this is all these are all albums that all three of us should know and all you listeners should know. This these are classic mm-hmm. metal albums that are just, you know, these are 10 out of 10s, nothing less. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have more in the future. Oh yeah. Yes, we will. What do we have left for everybody? Just this big, uh, nice interview, like I said, with Peter. And like I said, he's gonna. He talked about recording this album. He talked about recording Children of Bodom. What was the album we talked about? Follow the Reaper. Fow- oh yeah, he talks about Follow the Reaper. One? Yeah, he did that one. Damn. Dark Funeral. We touched on that. Like I said, we touched on a lot of stuff. He was a really cool guy. I really liked talking to him. So, and then he talks about. Um, he recorded the new Immortal album and played bass on it in the studio. Like we didn't really touch on that, but the new Immortal album. You know, that's just Demon Oz and uh, Horg, the drummer, Noah Bath on this one. So, obviously, everybody's definitely doubting it, you know. But we'll see. You know, he used to do his shit, and the early albums were good, and he put out a solo album that was good. I, mean, I think it'll be good. I just don't... We'll see if it'll be as good. Mm-hmm. But Peter's, Peter says it's good, so we'll here's see. The, here's the hoping. So check out the interview. Yes, sir. Well, boys, I think that uh, wraps up another... Yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> I guess that's our last free episode. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sellouts. Sellouts. I don't even like you fuckers anymore. I quit. (laughs) Yeah, but no, uh, guys, check out the Patreon. We got a lot of cool stuff we want to do with that, so check Mm -hmm. that out. I mean, if you guys are too cheap, you know, you got Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff, too. Thanks for the reviews lately. Got some good ones. Yeah, we really enjoy reading them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's do we have been any, other, any other housekeeping things that we need to get off of our chest? I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been another episode of In the Combine. I'm your host, Stan the Man. Jason. I'm Shadi. And you. Guys. Stay. Metal. <laughs> How about one more time in Abbott voice? Okay. I can't do it. I've been trying. <laughs> yeah, guys. Stay metal.
now we're here. We're here. Up. We're so, here. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're right here. So <laughs> cool, man. So I hear you're uh, you're in the studio right now. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Now is this is this for hypocrisy? Uh, I'm trying to get to it, but there's always other shit that comes in between all the time that I have to fix up and shit. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm working on hypocrisy as well. Okay. So uh, I hope it will be done and recorded in September. Oh, okay. You know, personally, I have five songs already, but you know, needs to change a little bit here and there. And I'm hoping for Michael to wake up as well to start writing shit. You know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So five songs so far. Okay. And I'm sure it's yeah. changed up again from the last one. You seem to usually always add or change something a little bit on the albums. Yeah. I really don't know what I'm doing, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just writing right now what I think. And I've been listening to the, the catalog of the albums and stuff, and there's a lot of shit in there. Try to in, be inspired and go back to the roots kind of thing. Oh, that's but, cool. but yeah, but I mean, I can't listen to the shit. It's so shitty performed and so <laughs> shitty produced. and It just hurts. Really? But I, I get an idea. Yeah, you know, I mean, I... I hate listening to mistakes on myself you know so yeah that makes sense that that was then you know and there was you didn't have the same musician skills as you have now and uh, the same help in the studio and things so you know it's it was then now it's now and now i have to figure out good songs that's my biggest important thing i think right right is there any album that you listen back to that you do think like holds up the best out of the older stuff or no (sighs) to be honest not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the songs are good. It's just the performance and the productions are shit, you know? Yeah, So sure. I just have to, 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 to uh, look by that shit, you know, and then uh, try to get back to reality. What, what's really counting is, you know, to, to get the feeling of the songs and shit like that. Right, right. Well, you know, the fans don't notice all that, so at least, you know, <laughs> we're looking at them through a different yeah. lens. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I know, uh, I know you're a big fan of, um, obviously of sci-fi and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, with all your lyrics and all that kind of stuff, I just saw a couple good movies yeah. lately. Uh, the arrival and annihilation. Have you heard of those ones? Arrival. I saw, I thought it was kind of boring. Nothing really happened. Yeah. It was a <laughs> slow one. <laughs> yeah. It was very slow. It's too slow for me. But, um, the other one I haven't seen, to be honest. Oh, okay. I don't know which one that is. Yeah, yeah, it's a new one. It just came out. It's, it's definitely a sci-fi one. It's 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 pretty good. I, I would recommend it. Okay, I'll check it out. What was it called again? Annihilation. It's got like Natalie Portman in it. Okay, Annihilation. Okay. No, I will definitely check that shit out. No, it's up for some time. Is there any big favorites that you that you've been that you know that inspired some of the lyrics or any of the you know themes of the album? Any big sci-fi movies in your past? I'm sure that kind of played a part. Oh yeah, I mean you know, Fire in the Sky was based on a real abduction thing with what's his name, Travis uh, Walton or something like that. Okay. He was a uh, he worked out in the woods together with some other people and he disappeared for five days right right in front of them, you know. And they did the the movie Fire in the Sky because of that story, you know. Mm. I mean, they took light detectors and shit like that because people thought because there were six people out in the woods in a, in a big van and then driving home, and uh, Travis he disappeared. You know? Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, and they're saying, like, yeah, there was a beam of light that took him. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably killed him and buried him in the woods. You know? <laughs> so they had to take light detectors and shit like that, you know, and they all passed. And then he came back after five days and he didn't know where he was. Oh, wow, okay. It was really crazy. And then in the movie, he gets flashbacks and shit like that, you know. And it's pretty 
pretty interesting story. So I did the song, the Fire in the Sky song, you know? Yeah, okay. From uh, Into the Abyss album, you know? But also in the past, you know, I mean, I've done a lot of shit on from documentaries and shit like that. Just get inspired, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. It's always it's always cool listening to the albums, just kind of dissecting the lyrics a little bit. Now, is there anything? I know I've heard you talk in in the past too, just about different things you think are going on. You know, like the conspiracy theory type stuff. Is there anything big that yeah. recently? Because I always love you know hearing about anything with that that recently that kind of blew your mind that you really have been into. Well. I mean, just in general, this secret space program and, and shit like that, you know. NASA is just like cover-ups, you know, really, to be honest. You know, it's just for the civilized people to know about. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's other things going on behind our backs. And, you know, there's so much fucking money disappearing into black up operations and shit like that, you know. And uh, I, I would really recommend, you know, Bill Cooper. Just go out on, on YouTube and, and watch this guy, William Bill Cooper. Okay. In the 80s, he went out, he predicted a lot of fucking things, you know, but they they got him eventually, you know. Yeah. He shot him at home and shit. So he had some good stories. I, I really liked them. Cool. Bill you know? Cooper. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, and he didn't really have internet at that time to check things up. So he was really just going at it. Totally crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. I'll check that out. Yeah. So. A big reason I definitely wanted to talk to you, you know, I'm a big fan of hypocrisy and everything, but I also really like everything you've done as a producer. Okay. So I guess just, to, you know, just to go into that a little bit, sure. what was the first reason that you jumped into being a producer? Uh, I don't know, to clean up death metal scenes, end of 80s, beginning of 90s, maybe. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could never hear a bass. You know, while there was a stop on, on the altar of madness with the morbid angle where you can hear the bass <laughs> go by itself, but it sounds like, I don't know, but, but it, it was just really just to clean up because there wasn't really that many good production at that time. I, I think left hand pass when it came out with them too, was really a revolution. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they really cleaned up a little bit. And I also tried to clean my shit, you know, and, uh, sometimes you get stuck in this wheel and you do this easy way out so i i kind of you know with all bands standing in line and knocking on the door all the time you know i didn't really have any chances to experiment with with sounds and shit you know it was just like okay i don't want to fuck up these people's money or the production so i go with safe safe cards okay 
so that that was like, yeah, you're getting in some kind of comfortable zone. And uh, after in the beginning of 2000, I said, okay, fuck this shit. You know, I, I can't do this anymore. So I actually started to go out and play more live because in the 90s, Hypocrisy released an album. We maybe went for three weeks on the tour, did a few festivals. That was it. And then back in the mm. studio, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and now I really enjoy going out. So I try to do my own shit. I do a few things here and there for other people when there's time. And if you schedule it right, so you have it in advance, then it's no problem. Sure. Yeah. What um What do you think? I mean, do you have anything that you would think is like a and a pretty identifiable factor or, or I guess like what would be a reason if I'm in a band that you would say like, I should come to you. Uh, oh fuck. I don't know. <laughs> in your opinion, you know, I'm, ooh, that's really hard. I mean, uh, beside the studio, the studio is, I mean, I upgraded the studio two or three years ago. I put in like 300, 400,000 euro uh, dollars. Oh wow. Know. Okay. Uh, I really upgraded it, but, I took in less clients, you know, but it's good to be a little exclusive as well. So, well, I think I know the shit by now, you know, I didn't in the 90s. It was just like reaching in the dark, (laughs) you know, but nowadays I I really think I know what I'm doing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to uh, the productions I've done with Crash on Green and, and also like Sabaton and different things, you know, I mean, you hear a difference. I try to, get the, the, the sound for the band, not the same sound for every band, you know? So mm-hmm. every band should have their own distinct sound, you know, to uh, become identified with, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did listen to both of those more recent albums, the Sabaton and the Carrick and I forget how you say it, and Green, but um, yeah, they both have huge sounds to them, but yeah, very different for each of them. But yeah, very good albums. Yeah. And that's what, what you got to do. If, if you just sit all the time and record and record, you know, like I said, you know, oh, I know this snare sound. This works for everything. Okay, put it on on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, th- that is the biggest problem. That's why it's good to have calls between every production you do with bands, you know. Right. Because you come up with new things, you know, and don't get stuck in this comfortable zone. Right, right. Now, I noticed uh, on your Facebook page a little bit ago, you had you had put the post about the guy on YouTube who was who had said that Peter Peter Tagdron ruined black metal or it was something like that. That was a that was a yeah, pretty I good. I thought one. it was fun, you know. I wasn't even pissed. I, I I just thought it was very funny. You know, I didn't do I didn't fuck it up. I cleaned it up. Right. It's such a black and metal thing to it, say. It was though. abandoned. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like for instance, when Immortal came in, listen to Blizzard Beast, and then you start listening to uh, uh, Heart of Winter. There's two different kind of bands in, mm-hmm. in that, and two kind of different productions, and that's the way they wanted to go. So we went that way, you know, and things like that. Yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah, just natural cause, and the bands was happy with it, whatever we did, you know. Exactly. So, uh, you know, sometimes you fuck it up, of course, you know. But I mean, nobody's perfect. You listen today with some producers that's doing everything nowadays in the metal scene. You hear the same thing, same snare, same kick again. You know, they, oh, yeah. they just go. They, they they are stuck in the wheel now. And I was in the '90s, so I'm happy I'm away from it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Everybody gets stuck in the wheel once in a while. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it keep it. Uh, it's got to keep things easy at some point. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. You know, yeah. I know one of the a big album when I first saw your name was uh, "Dark Funeral: Secrets of the Black Arts." I know that was a really early album for you, and yeah, which yeah. it's funny because I think I love the production on it. I don't know how you feel about it now, but I just think it's got a really immersive, full sound. I mean, I just like how everything is 
recorded, but that was an early yeah. one for you, right? Yeah, it was 95, I think. We recorded it. I think it came out in 96, maybe, or, or was it 94 we recorded it? And it came out yeah. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things that happens. There, there's some bands that kind of brings the sound with them in just the way they play and, and just the atmosphere and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really up to the musicians how it's going to sound in the end somehow. I don't know why or how, but it usually is. You know, you, you get inspired by the people in the band by the music, by whatever they're trying to um, tell people or, yeah, in which attitude and things like that. So it, it just, some bands just get it. Another uh, another big one that I like you you mentioned actually was uh, Immortals at the Heart of Winter. That one's an inter- interesting yeah. one, especially because the band went through a huge change right before that with Abbott jumping to guitar and and all of that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and I think they wanted to change because I mean, if you listen to Blizzard Beast, you can't hear shit. It's right, such a brutal uh, production. You know, it's really brutal. Mm-hmm. It's funny production. You know, it, it fits that album, I guess. You know. But I guess they didn't want to go that way anymore. They wanted to clean up. They wanted more 80s sound and things like that. Because they're really into the 80s shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, in sounds and stuff, because that's what they were grown up with, you know? Anything from battery to venom to, yeah, you name it, you know? Yeah. So uh, I, I think the last Immortal album was really shit, you know? Because, yeah, we had disagreed a lot about a lot of things on that album. You know, and for me, the sound is really fucking shit, you mm. know, and, but what can I, I they are my clients, you know, they, the claim is always right, you know, yeah. so I had to bend over a little bit here and there and that's <laughs> how it is sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Well, but then it's interesting because you're now doing their, you just did their new one, which is another huge change for them. How, so how was the vibe like yeah. for that? It's kind of funny. You've been with them for both kind of big changes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, um, they're very nervous what people are going to think. Yeah, sure. You know? But I, you know, the the people I played it for, they everybody says it's the best album in a long fucking time. Cool, cool. So people will be surprised. Everybody who says like, oh, without Abbott, there's no Mortal, but wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know how it's gonna be live though. You know, live he's a very strong front uh, person. You know. Sure, that's true. And uh, for me, it sounds immortal, just a little bit more uh, primitive, like the the early albums. You know. Okay. It's, it's more in that kind of vein, but but still, it's immortal, you know. Yeah. It's very hard to explain how it is, you know. But I would say 
the song structures and stuff like that are, are more simplistic, like they were on the three first albums or something like that. Or okay, you know, sure. It's a little bit back to Heart of Winter kind of thing, but still more simple and more. Some songs are really fast, and some songs are heavy. You know, like they mix it up uh, on the la- later albums. You know, the heavy ones and the fast ones. And yeah. So on. So and the vocal sounds great. I I really was surprised. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy to hear that because I, I along with everybody else, you know, I, Immortal is a huge band for me, so I've been really eager yeah. to hear some of the new stuff once it comes out. Yeah, because when we were talking about doing the album, I said, "Don't do the album. Do it as a Demonus album instead." And they're like, "No, no, no. We're gonna do it Immortal." I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work." I was doubting as well, but yeah. now when I heard it, it sounds great. They converted you too. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Then that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um. One last question about um, just some some of the classic albums. Another one we had talked um, on our podcast about the album "Follow the Reaper," just because it was a big one for us when we were coming up, listening to metal and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one we talked about. One of the biggest things we liked was like the production. It has so much raw energy on it. What was that one like producing? It seems just like a fun vibe, you know, throw everything at it kind of a record. Yeah, it was. I mean, they it was the third album for the guys, you know, and. Uh, they wanted to step up a little bit, you know, and uh, I think the songs, they, they, the songs were very good on that album, I would say as well, that helps a lot, plus they're very good musicians, so there was no triggering or anything, mm-hmm. it was like the real drums that you hear, you know, and because he's such a good drummer, you know, it's very rare that you can keep the whole drum set, you know, you always have to replace something here and there because it's not, you know, it doesn't hit up to yeah, what you're supposed to, you know, to yeah. make it sound good because it's all in the hits, you know. But with this guy, I could just leave the drums the way it was, you know. I mean, I didn't have to put any extra triggers on the bass drum for click or for low ends or whatever on the snare, you know. It's all fucking acoustic drums. You know? And that was before computer time, so I recorded that on ABAP. So mm. you didn't have a chance to go in and, and see them edit and shit, you know? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Plus, with the guitar sound, you know, it's all in the hand, you know, how hard they hit, you know? Same with Gary Holt, you know? He hits hard as hell, and that's why he gets such a crunch in his fucking guitar, you Mm -hmm. know? He can play on any shit you want, you know, and he still makes it sound good (laughs) because it's all in his fucking hand. Yeah. And then same with Alexi and and the other guy, uh, Alexander, that was in the band in the past. Yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, Peter... I know, uh, like you said, you're working on the new material for Hypocrisy and all that. I know a lot of our listeners, yeah. I know a couple, you know, what if they haven't listened to Hypocrisy before, what what album would you tell them to start with to check out? Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> like, would it be the last uh, one or, you know, a classic one? Well, just go in the middle somehow. Just go to um, Virus, maybe. Okay, start yeah. Start with that and go backwards. Go backwards and go forwards. Sure. And then you're like in the middle almost in the whole thing. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, get a sample of each yeah. for sure, for sure. I know you went through when you, you said you're working on these new songs and everything. Is there a certain ingredients that you think a hypocrisy sound song should have? I know you, you know, my favorite things are like the melody with the aggression, that kind of stuff. Is there something that you think it should yeah. definitely have? I, I don't. To be honest, I really don't know because, like I said, I've been listening to all these albums now. I, I went from the first one up to Catch Twenty Two, from the first one to Catch Twenty Two, and then I mean the later. For me, the song's starting getting better in the later days, but I know everybody likes the classics, you know, when mm-hmm. they were 15 years old, first time they ever heard a 
the first album and say, I'm the same thing with Kiss. You know, anything they do after 1978 is shit. You know, <laughs> but I still hang in there, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, they're trying and time change and people get older and shit like that. But uh, I really think that the songs are getting a little bit better the, the later they are. It all depends. If you like really brutal shit, you like the first ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really impossible for me to say, oh, start with abducted maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it all has the, the same elements that, that we always have. I guess we have our own style somehow, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's how it is. Yeah. But it, it will always be in there. I just need to get Michael in there to get his influences back, you know? Yeah, I can't do it by myself. From the beginning of... From the third album, we all contribute. You know, me, Michael, and, and Lars, and we're always switching instruments and stuff. I played drums on so many albums, and Lars played guitars. You know? Yeah. So it was just, but nobody knew about it. We just took whoever oh, okay. could nail it down fastest. You know. So I mean, all these three people when we were writing in the nineties, you know, we influenced the whole hypocrisy sound. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. we all were writing different, you know, and we took, okay, one riff from you, one riff from me, one riff from him, and then, you know, put it together, you know, and then you get this unique style. Yeah, so you'll need to, you'll need to get with him, and then we'll get some, uh, some good new, new material, hopefully soon. Yeah, I mean, I, I can always do my shit that I always do, and always, you know, adapt it, but it would be great to see other people helping me out, you know, we're all three guys in the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And everybody, all three wants equal paid, so why shouldn't everybody work the same? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. how it is. Same oh, yeah. As always, but I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they don't write, I write, and that's it, you know? Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, Peter. All right, man. Well, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate the interview, man, and uh, talking to you, and good no luck problem. in the studio and, uh, and with the new stuff, man. Thank you very much, and uh, hopefully see you on tour next year in February or something. Oh, 100%. 100%. 